to the red gaze today we are continuing our recap and overview of reservation dogs season two we are doing episode nine offerings and episode 10 i still believe i'm your host cheryl carey i'm here with my fellow podcasters marley finley yo and collins rising sun aho and a fill-in for Ben, walking, if I'm not, as interesting this one. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Just the synopsis says, with a letter from Daniel, Willie Jack seeks guidance from the past. And the IMDb score for this one was 8.8 .8 out of 10, so pretty high. Pretty high, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I did like this episode. I have to tell I did you. too. This is one of my favorites. I do like the time capsule. <laughs> Did you guys ever have to do that? Oh, yeah. yeah. School, yeah. Right? We, have, time capsule. we yeah. have one out at Cannonball at the elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. I remember putting like my InSync. We had like stickers or something from InSync and a whole bunch of us put like our, put them in there. Now I, I don't know when they're supposed to open it. I can't remember. I think it was 30 years. So oh, not man. quite. Well, not quite <laughs> Get yet. Get so, yeah. <laughs> I want to open. I want to go down there and open it and see all my little stickers that I, all my InSync stickers. <laughs> The only time I remember doing one at Whiteshield, I would just want to be a ninja teacher. <laughs> that was, yeah, and some girl um, put that she wanted to be a bartender because oh. her mom was a bartender. She wanted to be just like Gold. her mom. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the episode. Like I said, this was one of my favorite episodes. I think there's a there's a lot of scenes that I like in here, but. As always here on the Red Gaze, we start with our Fancy Dancer Feather. I really like, might be everybody's, but when uh, they were praying and everyone's behind her, right. like that was pretty cool. Like that was one of the yeah. better scenes I've seen, like in just the TV show in general, not even like, mm -hmm. the, like the Res Dog show. That was a really cool scene just to see all the people behind her when she was praying. Because, you know, mm -hmm. when you're really deep and when she said intent... Like, that's kind of what I feel like yeah, sometimes when, I'm, always, when, you're, when you're praying. Yep, I always hear natives saying that. It's you like gotta you pray gotta, with intent. You gotta be intentional. <laughs> I, I picked a best scene, and then I have, like, a, a next best scene. Because <laughs> I figured everybody would pick that same best scene, that part where she goes, oh, shit. You know, like, because oh, yeah. she feels hands on her. And I think, like, so many native people have that same experience where they've been in a really spiritual situation, and they've felt a presence or seen something scared. or yeah or <laughs> i'm always scared when that happens. i'm like you don't want to see anything, yeah. <laughs> I don't hear anything. <laughs> just keeping my eyes closed real tight that was my favorite scene too was when they're all standing behind her and just got you know giving Singing her guidance and, yeah. and stuff and trying to comfort her yeah you know because that does that's what it feels like when you do pray you know to your ancestors that they're there and yep. they're giving you guidance and comfort and trying to lead you down the right path i guess yep. another one is kind of the same area as when she rolled up that piece of paper <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> started smoking a cigarette looked all cool too just stressed out <laughs> smoking her fake cig <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool because yeah like uh i don't know everybody has an auntie just looks like they, it sucks, but like sometimes smoking looks super cool. It does. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, 
than vaping. <laughs> I think some people just look pretty awesome when they smoke. Like, I have an auntie who looks like Willie Jack, who looks super cool when she smokes a cigarette. Just so, holding it all cool. Yeah, yeah, it's out the side of her mouth. She blows out the side. You know what I'm saying? Holding it all cool. Yeah. Sitting there all nonchalant. Yeah, so you can definitely tell that she's got a cool auntie smoke. She's got a cool She's copying somebody she's seen yeah. smoking cool like that. My second favorite scene was right at the beginning where Willie Jack is, she comes in to see her and stuff. And then she's like, mom and dad say hi. Just kidding. They didn't say that. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my dad tried to talk me out of coming here. And then she sat there for a little bit and then she goes, they have no clue I'm here though. <laughs> so she's really trying to give her a line and then. Just telling on herself. Another, I guess I had another favorite scene too. I like seeing Cheese living the life he deserves. Oh His yeah, Grandma just looking <laughs> oh. for him, doting on him. I'm like yay. Alora really working and bear tired bear from work. coming back all tired. <laughs> no, he's Cheese just sitting there eating, eating getting fed, <laughs> just living the life. That was cute. Yeah, because you were feeling bad for him from mm-hmm. last episode, so. One of the things I really liked about that scene, though, where she gets touched and she's like, oh, shit, <laughs> is when Hokti says, they're watching you, my girl. You don't need me. You have them. And this is the power that we carry. And I thought that was a really cool scene because it reminds us all the time we have ancestors behind us and those relatives that have gone before us. Um, I think a lot of the things that I do today or can do is because my late brother is there mm-hmm. for me. You know what I mean? And it kind of feels like now that he's not here in person, he's even stronger in spirit. And the force. Um, <laughs> like Ray. Like they say okay. <laughs> in Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> but um I just thought that was really cool because I think a lot more young people need to see that and understand that and process that in their own minds that they're not alone. They're, they always think they're alone, but they're not because we always have our ancestors with us. So the show is like a young elder? Yes. <laughs> well, as long as we're talking about elders, let's uh, let's move into our wise elder feather. The only one I really thought that I like clicked with me was when the... The ancestor lady says, ignoring your responsibility is ignoring your ancestors, which is kind of, I think that's true. You know, yeah. like we all have things that we learned and that we get they get passed down and we want to be the best versions of ourselves. So when we're not taking responsibility for being, you know, what we, we should be, who we should be, then it is. We are kind of ignoring all the things that our ancestors taught us, you know. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was like a good, it's like, yeah, she's kind of, she's right. <laughs> But what's funny about that thing about a wise elder is I've been to jail a handful of times and I've been to, and I've been to rehab. What's funny is there's always someone trying to be the super wise the super elder. Wise elder. <laughs> they want to lead you. You almost got to choose one. Well, yeah, because there are people in jail that actually do kind of have that. It's made like a couple weird mistakes. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. It doesn't yeah. take a lot for someone to end up in jail for like. It's a few bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I got a DUI, and then you mess up on that. Then you're sitting in jail for a while. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. then you drive without your license. Yeah, then you drive yeah. without your license. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing you know, you're sitting, you know, two weeks. Yeah. Where you lose your sitting. job, can't pay your fines. Yeah, then yeah. you're... It all kind of builds up. And that doesn't take away from the fact they have a good understanding, and they have, they have a strong connection, like she did. But whatever it was that landed her in jail, I, I like, I mean, I like that, the fact that, yeah, she was in jail, but she still had wise things to teach. And I think that the whole 
episode kind of putting her in jail like they could have put her anywhere you know she moved yeah. to another town or something but she was in jail and i think that's kind of uh, um that was part of the message of the episode because there was also the scene with that cowboy guy remember when billy jack first oh, yeah. comes in and she's sitting there talking to this cowboy guy and, and he's like telling her like indians didn't have jails and the people who built this lost, lost. their way, yeah. <laughs> you know. And and uh, oh, I'm just an old hippie, you know. Of course, they had to bring in the mushrooms and drugs and all that again. <laughs> but I mean, but he said being separated it opens your brain, <laughs> expands your mind. Okay, lets you all think right. like an Indian for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is alive. I think that's kind of the underlying uh, message here. <laughs> but um. He also says being separated from your family isn't natural. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that was a really cool lesson from the episode. It's it's messed up that so many of our people are in jail for things that they really can't help or shouldn't be really in jail for. And, and that ends up hurting our families. Well, and it's also a concerted effort to put more Indians in jail. You know, because yeah. you hang around, oh, yeah. you hang around the white kids in this town, like you'll find out pretty quick that they do the same exact things and have the same exact co- amount of contact with police, but they just end up arresting the brown people. Oh more. yeah, we we don't want a young kid. We don't want to ruin his. We don't want to traumatize future. them. Yeah, send them on their way. But well, Indians are used to it, so let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife's elder feather goes to the scene where Willie Jack comes in and she's talking to Hokdi and she doesn't really want to talk to her or um, interact with her. And so she kind of gets mad and she says, I used to think you were so powerful, like a wizard, but now you'd rather be effing miserable, man. (laughs) All you elders don't even want to talk to me. Avoiding shit all the effing time. (laughs) And um, I thought that was a really cool um, part of the episode because it really is... I think something that young people feel like because as you get older, you know, and you live with that trauma for so long, it silences people and, you know, people shut down. And so they don't talk to young people the way they could or should. I like how youth these days are really like reclaiming talking to each other and how to talk and needing to talk and um, the importance of talking things out and stuff like that. I think that's part of healing from all that trauma but i thought it was cool that she said that because i think that's expressing a lot of feelings that a lot of young people have you know mm-hmm. yeah i i like that theme of the episode two where they she's trying to get them to talk you know and right. talk it out what's wrong and stuff so who are these mean elders you just ask questions you know what i mean well i think like answering questions is one thing but like when you really want to start talking about some tough subjects It's not like not being willing to teach you stuff, but just sometimes not really willing to talk about hard things to talk about because they just don't know how. You just avoid it. Yeah, a lot of avoidance. It's it's like that at my house. A lot of stuff that I went through when I was a kid, I would never bring it up because my family, my parents wouldn't want to talk about it. And sometimes when you, like if you ask a question like why is this or why is that and then everybody looks away and nobody talks and they're in just <laughs> yeah. gets up and walks away, you know, people get up and walk away and it's like family trauma that you really should talk about but nobody nobody talks about. Okay, I think I misunderstood you because I thought you were talking about how the elders don't want to talk to the younger kids. Well, yeah, I, I guess. mean, because that's know. what she was talking because Willie Jack went to she her. She probably wants to talk about Daniel's suicide. Yeah, and she like, wanted why? to talk about okay, Daniel. I thought you were talking more about the cultural stuff, I guess, instead of more no, like our feelings. Because, yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't think any family 
<laughs> super open about what Mm-mm. they talk about. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she really wanted to talk about, you know, read the letter from Daniel and talk about it. And and right away, like, Hokti was like, no, you remind me of him. That's why I don't want you guys here. You know, like, she's she's talking about that trauma that silences us. So when Willie Jack pushed back on her and said, yeah, yeah, you're just miserable, man. <laughs> you know, like, I felt like that was kind of a breakthrough. Yeah. And then she was able to... The, the elder spirit was like, it's time. Yeah, she was like, she got all excited. <laughs> time to talk to her. Was, I didn't even look. Was that like a Mexican lady? I think that must have been what they used to wear, huh? Yeah, that's um, like the traditional Creek or Muscovy. whatever those tribes down there. Are. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I yeah, thought they were like Navajo at first just because yeah. they kind of wear dresses yeah. like that down there too. It must be close. I mean, at least obviously what they <clears throat> do because when no they moved them. Yeah, no one said anything. You know? Yep. Because yeah. they did get moved there. Yep. You know, she talked about walking the Trail of Tears. So Yeah, that comment she made when she was teasing her. I walked the Trail of Tears and I smiled more than you. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> How about uh, our nay moment? I really I really didn't have a nay moment in this one. It's just, it's, it is kind of a nay, but not, not as like a bad nay. Like a nay. Um, <laughs> when, when she says like, well... That's how we feed people. And then she sends her to the vending machines. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that happens a lot. Like, it is pretty sweet to get some commissary or something like that. Like, But it was hilarious how it was just the uh, the commissary and vending machines in the prison visiting area. <laughs> <laughs> that was how she got it's, her it's, food. As the Wojapian potato salad <laughs> yeah, that you would yeah, rather, <laughs> that, you, or that you would switch out and have. So that was kind of funny. That was a nay, but not like a, yeah, like a bad, bad nay. nay. Like yeah. A nay. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was kind of what you were saying about the, the hippie cowboy guy. Oh, some yeah. Some of the things he was saying, I was like, like, he just started talking to Willie Jack out of nowhere and saying, like, weird stuff. Uh-huh. You know, and she was looking looking at him, too, like, what the heck? Are you a guru? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes she seems so smart, and then she just seems kind of, like, ditzy at times. So about I was talking people. about wizards too yeah. <laughs> mentioning wizards yeah i thought that was cool at the beginning when she talked about being she wanted to be a wizard in her time oh, capsule <laughs> project and then she called her her auntie the wizard yeah and so she really wanted to be her auntie <laughs> yeah you know, like she that did. was her yeah, idol she did. that was cute all right what about scene 86 i don't really have have a scene 86 i liked Pretty much, like I said, just besides the old grandpa in the beginning, mm-hmm. but at least that that didn't go on too long. So I was like, well, that's fine. But I didn't have a scene eighty six. I liked pretty much every the whole episode. I really mm-hmm. liked this episode. Mm-hmm. It was a good episode. I did have a scene eighty six though. <laughs> <laughs> At the very beginning, where the auntie's in her cell, and then she, you know, she's trying to read her book, and she looks and she sees the spirit, and then she's like, "Where have you been?" And then she said, I, I got me a spirit grandpa. Oh, and yeah. And he was that little bighorn. So, like, <laughs> you kind of led to believe it's the Dallas character. <laughs> and then she's like, spirit sex is better. And I was like, Neesh, what? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> what? Why are you what are we say talking that? about that? I know. Gotta <laughs> stop with the sex stuff. <laughs> I think they're less modest in Oklahoma. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've Maybe. asked that question here before. <laughs> But just kind of that, and then, I don't know, 
getting everybody out there watching the show thinking that we all see and talk to spirits all the time. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, like everybody has their own spirit yeah, like, yeah. that they talk to all <laughs> the time. If you're down and out, you got one. Yeah, that'll just pop up. And they talk nasty. I hope, I they, just don't, I, I hope they just like don't start giving everyone one. Yeah. Like as a joke. Two, two people that, you know? now, right? Yeah. Two people now. Two people spirit. have one. Someone else has got to have one. Who's going to be Jesus? I know. Who is Jesus? Oh, Here it is. What, yeah, no, what studies are you? Somebody, they can't really pull any. And they're never, like, scared. I feel like in real life, if I seen something, I'm too scared. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, when we we lived in Belcourt downstairs, there was obviously, there was, like, for real, like, something down there. And we would just yell at it. Like, I remember mm-hmm. my brother just, like, going down there smudging. He's like, I don't know, sometimes it comes and bugs us. He's, he's like, did you catch it looking at you? And I'm like, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, it was kind of peeking around. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. It's so annoying. You know what I mean? It's just kind of something that just happens. Yeah. It's still, like I said, it's, it, we have stuff like that, too, that have happened. And we smudge, but it's like. After a while, you're kind of like, Ugh. but still, sometimes, like one time I was home alone, <laughs> Again? and Again? So, uh, somebody it always sounds like somebody walks around upstairs and like uh... opening the cupboards and stuff. And one time I was home alone, and I was like, oh god, and all the lights were off up there, so I was like, <sighs> why are you doing this now? Like, who's digging around up there? I got brave enough to check our little camera up there, and there's nothing up there, but yeah, you can hear them. Like walking around, we've had. I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. we live like right next to a f- like this open field, but anything could have yeah, been there. So we always <laughs> have weird stuff. Like when my like my parents' door got slammed shut really hard when they were laying in their room, and it mm-hmm. shook my room. My bedroom's kind of like right under theirs, mm-hmm. and it shook my door. So I was like. You know, my mom called me and was like, is Baby Joe, um, he was sleeping next to me. You know, she's like, is Baby Joe slamming the door up here? I'm like, no, he's sleeping. And, man, we got all freaked out. <laughs> so I'm like, Ugh. So in our, been chilling in our house. We go put out a spirit plate. Yeah. Looking for food. <laughs> yeah. Digging around in the cupboards. So I said, I feel like, you know, the deer lady and stuff or when... Like natives make joke about like hooves and seeing hooves and stuff. I don't know if white people understand that we always have stories about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. people walking around with yeah with hooves. <laughs> like you don't notice it until uh-huh. later, you know. Or seeing a tail. Yeah. When <laughs> they're coat. leaving, you know. Yeah. <laughs> always got those stories. <laughs> and they're scary. <laughs> they are. Um any other scene eighty six? I had a, I didn't have a scene, it wasn't a scene 86, but it was kind of more like a really awkward camera angle. And that's the first time I've seen it in this series where the, the camera angles are confusing. It was when Willie Jack hands them Daniel's letter and they're all reading it. And the oh, camera and it goes was cutting all weird. Yeah, it was cutting to each of them. Like they each, like it was a four page letter. Yeah. It, yeah, that's it how made I thought it look like too. each one had a page of the letter mm-hmm. and they were all reading it at the same time. Or were they copies oh. or were they. They should have had them like hand, showing them, like at yeah. least handing it. Yeah, handed and then. I hate having to think while I watch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> What do you mean that's a weird cut? What do you mean that just means they all saw it? No, I know I get what you're saying. That's what I thought. Because too. it was a confusing scene, right? I was like, when you what is like, it? You got a like, four page letter yeah. and they're all reading it out of sequence? I think you know? everybody was thinking the same thing. Like, well, I thought it was just like one page and then suddenly everybody had a page. They're all they looking were, at each and other. And they're all looking at each other like, what? Wait. I would probably say, just like Marley, the, uh, the, the guy in the beginning. 
I just some of that stuff's cringe now when they white people talk like that on that show. It feels cringe because when the Indians do it, it I guess it feels real and not like like you're hearing it from somebody. <laughs> and that's kind of just what it feels like is. I mean, obviously they are hearing it from us, but I never heard no white people talk like that <laughs> before to me or any other natives. You know, I don't know what kind of white people they got down in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's always those ones who do psychedelics. <laughs> By the way, I uh, got to give a shout out to uh, Willie Jack and her native fashion. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, have, I have one of those hats, <laughs> yeah. those native urban era hats that she had with and the Euron Native Land. And you wear it with your tie-dyed socks and, and my slides and slides my... and That's your why I put, beaded I mean, earrings. I had she just dresses like me. She just dresses. <laughs> I even have a hat like the same hat. <laughs> I don't think a Willie Jack would be wearing big old earrings though. The only that's the only thing I always notice is like. That doesn't go with her. That's not. That's Native not your aesthetic. Native girls don't wear that. Yeah, with they'll that. wear her outfit, but not the earrings. Yep. You know. Would they even wear earrings? Mm-mm. No. Gotta be ready to throw down. You just gotta be <laughs> ready no matter what. Can't be taking your earrings off. <laughs> like that episode when Jackie cruises up and she yeah. knows she's already ready to take them off. Like no, you can't have that. Jackie have two punches in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jackie always makes me laugh because like there's always girls with that haircut and yep. that blonde, that bleached yep. hair on the res. And the other thing about um, Willie Jack, I thought that was cool. She has money in her sock. I want to know if she can hoop. And there's, is she supposed to be a hooper in the show? Yeah, like is that why she's dressed like that? Yeah. 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 But you don't really have to be like Zoe. Zoe dresses like that. Yeah, she's really not a hooper. <laughs> got enough jackets. Yeah. She's got enough. <laughs> I, I guess comes we, off the bench well. Yeah. <laughs> in real life, that Paulina's a hockey player, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she rides horses too. Yeah, so maybe she's just got the athletic aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. That's she why knows. Well, her well, her character was supposed to be a boy. Did you know that? Oh, uh, but that's she why did the name such is Willie Jack. A, yeah, but she did such a awesome audition that they just changed the character yeah. to a girl <laughs> instead of getting a boy. So she took a job away from a little boy, from a little Indian boy. (laughs) Strong Indian woman. (laughs) So overall, what's your thoughts on this episode? I I like this episode. I I related to Willie Jack. I visited my auntie and Jill before when I was younger. I remember just, my hair was in like a bunch of little braids and it had like a, we were talking to her behind the glass and I was sticking my little braids through that hole. (laughs) (laughs) That you could talk through. (laughs) I was little. I remember just like we brought her some magazines and stuff and I think my mom gave her some money like for the commissary so they put some money on her books and went to go see her real quick. I don't know why she was in there. I can't remember why, but I just remember just (laughs) crying my eyes off when we left. I'm like, gee, my mom should have never brought me in there. Just traumatized me seeing my auntie in jail. Was it stripes or oranges? She had oranges on. Oranges on. I I like this episode too. I would really suggest this one to, you know, like there's a few episodes, like if you had to choose which ones you'd pick to like epitomize Res Life, this is one too. I thought was that was really cool. That Willie Jack brought her friends together with mm-hmm. the meal, you know, like yeah. they're all sitting there eating and um <laughs> cheese made me laugh. Willie Jack's trying to get them to open up and they're like, Everything's fine, everything's fine. And then Cheese is sitting there, he's looking at me, he's like, Well, that was convincing. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought everything about it really rang true. I liked it. Um 
a little PTSD from having uh, too many trying to be wise elders in uh, rehab and, and jail, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are some weird ones out there, and she seems like she'd be a good one. Um, I was just in rehab recently, and I was with a weird one. <laughs> a weird guy. He was a weird one. <laughs> who was like, well, he was telling everybody. just sacred. Yeah, he was <laughs> telling everybody he was a medicine man and, oh, like, God. blessing people. And I don't know. He was just a big weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and I don't know, I don't like want to tease what anybody else is doing, but he had like, he would have like little pouches all over him all the time. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, like we're facing mm-hmm, outward yeah. on his chest and he'd always just, I don't know. Well, the, ones that are, the ones that find native spirituality in rehab or jail are the same ones that find Jesus in jail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't ring true. It's like, if you don't find it outside of jail, you probably shouldn't be finding it in jail. <laughs> Every time you go to, back to jail, you turn back into jail. Yeah. Get really Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah. Every time really you're Wakanda is when you're in jail or rehab, then <laughs> it's probably not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some people get super on, on my nerves. Like, dude, shut up. You shouldn't even be here then. <laughs> dude, shut up. You that holy. Why are you in here? <laughs> Shut up, dude. Get out. And then the weird part of what gets me more mad while I go out here is that then that some people respect him. And I'm like, no. <laughs> They're acting like Lakota Man 1. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this guy is the worst. You guys can't see this. We're all criminals. We're all <laughs> we all broke the law. Yeah, I really liked it. It is kind of, it is sad. Like, Having one little tiny picture of her dead son or mm-hmm. nephew, oh, yeah. like yeah. crooked on the wall. <laughs> I know. Like okay. All right. Well, let's move on to episode ten. I still believe the grand finale of season two. So the the synopsis for I still believe is the Res Dogs go on a journey for their best friend Daniel one last time. And the IMDb score for this one was 8.9 out of 10. So another high score for another good episode. Very good episode. They do, man, this is honestly just a really, really good show. It was a good finale. I I remember kind of getting all choked up at the end (laughs) when when they actually showed Daniel with them. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, (laughs) my gosh. It was got me in the feels. I I was tearing up (laughs) at the end, too. It is pretty sad. And cheese. Oh, my he was boy, just cheese. Mad and crying. Yes. <laughs> just, I think it was kind of appropriate to have him at the end be the one to like give the prayer, the big eulogy type of thing, and just kind of speaking for all of them. All right, going into it. If you had to pick a scene, what's your best scene? I just liked it when they were like taking. Like going on their little first road trip, you know, together, and just that whole thing where they're like cheese is farting in the <laughs> in that car, and they're getting they're getting mad at him. It's and like that Simpsons meme. Remember yeah. they're cruising down the road, <laughs> and they're like eating snacks, you know, or sleeping and whatever, you know, laughing. I'm like, yeah, just when you're young and you go on your first like trip, uh, yeah, you know, first out of your first road with the crew, trip. yeah, with your crew, like you always remember that. And I thought they showed. They showed that really good when they yeah. went on their little their little cruise all the way to LA. They, they showed that little map and that little car like driving yeah. through all over the things. <laughs> and then did you notice on there too? It said Ocheti Chakoi, and then it yeah. says Teepee Creeping. Mm, I, see that. <laughs> I like their map. I know the little map was funny. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene would probably have to be um, when I think they're going to call Stenjati. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think everybody was waiting. Like, I was like, no way. Oh, God, I was like, he's going to be in the season. I was like, he's a cameo appearance. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's back. The man is back. I was actually really excited. I was like, no way. <laughs> I like looked over. I was like, is he going to be in it? <laughs> no of, course, of course. Of course his phone was dead. Or was of course. Turned off. Turned off. Turned off. <laughs> No surprise. No longer in service. <laughs> Didn't have any minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no minutes, no Wi-Fi. No so. minutes, no Wi-Fi. <laughs> so straight to voicemail. So that was probably mine because they're all freaking out. He's like, fine, I'll call my dad. I know. They had <laughs> no like, options. I was like, man. In I was my like, head, oh. I was like, what does this guy's dad do to where he's like the last final? <laughs> Your dad can save us all. <laughs> what? No. He didn't even want to call them either. He was like, oh, I don't want to call him. He's like, no, <laughs> call your dad. He's like, no. <laughs> My best scene was Cheese's prayer. I mean, it was a really cool way, you know, because he was being cheese. Like, uh, him, her, uh, they. <laughs> he said he, she, genderless her, his, they. <laughs> genderless being, I like when he. Genderless being. <laughs> when he uses every the, the pronouns. He doesn't want to uh, mispronoun people. <laughs> And then um, he references Never Ending Story. He's like, like in Never Ending Story, when the wind comes down in the basement and, and Bastion realizes he was always a Treyu. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he goes on this little tangent. He always references movies like he's a movie guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if, if Cheese was really here, he could be in our podcast. Yeah. Because he <laughs> he'd be a movie guy. He'd get all the movie references. Should we just keep emailing that actor? Yeah. Until he comes <laughs> on. Please come on the show, Jeez, please. Just, so like a hashtag, go cheese, pronoun icon. Yeah. Pronoun and, there's, icon. and there's other references to different movies in all of these episodes. A series made by guys that like movies. And they have these little references. Because like at the end of this, the, with the guy playing the saxophone, I didn't get that. I had to actually go look it up. Who is this guy and why? You know, what's the reference? And I, I bet there's not a lot of people that know Never Ending Story either, because that's kind of different generation. And yeah, I never uh, watched that. It's movie. kind of an obscure type of movie too. But I like that he referenced it. <laughs> it was so cool. I've only seen it in memes. I've never watched the movie <laughs> that dragon or whatever. I think I've watched it in that school. dog. It's a, it's like whatever a dog, dog yeah. dragon. Thing. Yeah. yeah. What's his name again? His name's Falcor. Falcor. I was... Yes. I never watched that show. Have You've never watched... seen Never Ending Story. Mm, or the Goonies. I also like Cheese's shirts, though. He always has, yeah, like... Has alternative music? Yeah. yeah. I feel like you have, like, a corn... A I, corn, a corn <laughs> shirt or ICP. He's wearing an ICP. <laughs> he definitely would be wearing an ICP corn. shirt. He is a juggalo. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is a juggalo. He is. He's trying to make it to they, gatherings next year. Because they do kind of have, like... Some family values in, in the juggalo fan. <laughs> the, the Joker's card? <laughs> And I just feel like, I don't know, it seemed like growing up, for some reason, a lot of res kids like ICP, so I could mm-hmm. see. I could see, like, all of Jackie's crew yeah, liking ICP. Oh, yeah, definitely. White, White Steve has a hatchet man. Oh, definitely. Has a hatchet man tattoo <laughs> on, on his body somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. ICP. So the other thing I like about the that last scene with Cheese is that I felt like it kind of built on the last episode where they were talking about how to express yourself and talk about trauma and things like that. And then and then the ending in this one is he's like, to be honest, I've been kind of mad at you. You're not here to make things better. And then he goes and talks about how he's hurt. All yeah, his how he's hurt all his friends and how Laura lost her hope in Lily the future. Jack lost and, her brother. Yeah. 
it, it was really cool because it really showed how they're how they're trying to heal from the trauma and there's a part earlier um, where Alora doesn't want to go down into the water and she says I don't want to let him go bear and then bear says it's the pain that we're letting go. Yes. Mm-hmm. That just wrapped everything up really yeah, cool. Cause I, I, yeah, when he said, just imagine how happy Danny would be seeing us living our lives. We made it to Cali. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, just <clears throat> because I, I think this this episode and the whole storyline with Danny rings true to it can, a lot of us can relate to that because a lot of us probably have a friend or mm-hmm. know somebody, a family member that has committed suicide. So mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of us have to work through and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it was good to see it like um, dealt with yeah. this way, like in a positive yeah. way where they're trying to, they're yeah. talking to each other about it and supporting each other. That would, I guess, obviously help a lot more for people in the future because I'm sure uh, someone like Bear is probably on the suicide watch next. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not to make a joke out of it, but yeah. when you think of kids like that, you know, you see a buddy and then, you see something and you're like, oh, hey, that's I could possibly do that to myself and not have to feel bad anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good. Yeah, no, that's good that they were able to talk to each other and maybe just a yeah, just a larger message overall of talking and doing maybe, you know, yeah. like yeah. a little maybe even a little ceremony yeah. on your I own. Mm-hmm. How about our wise elder feather? Jesus. <laughs> White Jesus. Loust and lie and thee. <laughs> he was saying, brethren. Sisterin. <laughs> so that was the singer in the Incubus, or is he just in the band? Yeah, um, Brandon Boyd, I guess. That was kind of funny. Singer in he was, he was, was funny. What was Incubus' song? It's called... Uh, Drive. Yeah. Drive, that's what it is, okay. That was the big song. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but they were just on that line for Christian schools. So I went to private school. Uh, Con Christian is a one. private school trip. <laughs> private school <laughs> kid. But, um, no, I went to a private school and they were just, like there was bands that were just completely off limits to everything. Um, for some reason, everyone is okay with Incubus. They must have not swore. But like there was like a group of kids just going to that concert. <laughs> Are they and, Christian? They're not a Christian. No, they're band, not. They, they didn't swear, sing about bad yeah, stuff. Yeah, they weren't crazy enough. But everybody was talking about it. that whole group of key people were talking about it for like a week. Excited for Incubus. Yeah, then like that day of, everyone was just like, "Man, when are you guys leaving? Are we all going together?" And I was like, "Man, I should have just went to go." You know. <laughs> but so then, maybe that's why he was White Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So I'm familiar with White Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of good quotes. I thought he's making me laugh. My favorite, my wise, it's not really a wise elder quote, but it was just one from Cheese where that waitress is asking, well, what's the res? And he's like, it's usually isolated, economically depressed, big dreams and not a lot of opportunities. And <laughs> it's also kind of a food desert. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Just the way he was explaining just, uh, it. Just too, like accurate description. Yeah. Yeah. But he was just saying it like matter of fact, uh, you know, like. <laughs> my wise elder was, when they were starting out on their little trip and first thing cheese was like how long is it going to take to get there and then she's like shut your eyes bro and then we'll be there shut your eyes bro <laughs> like, i remember when i was a little kid we used to live way out in the boonies and so we'd come to bismarck every other week or whatever and we'd get in the car and first thing we'd say is how long is it going to take and then they'd say close your eyes take a nap and we'll be there <laughs> 
him. I always remember my dad used to trick us to be driving like way over there, and we'd be ask, must be asking him a bunch of times. Finally, he'd always to get us to be quiet. He'd be like, "See that hill way over there? To go oh, yep. that hill, we'll be there." So we'd get quiet and we'd forget, and we'd be like, yep. "Hey, you told us it's over this hill. Why don't we?" That, no, that hill. Yeah, that, <laughs> that to us, and we'd just believe him too. Um, what about uh, name moment? Mm, I don't know. Kind of just when they got their car stolen right away, I guess. Yeah, you know? that seemed like a little, like, okay. Them, <laughs> uh, yeah, them just not being very careful. Because, yeah. I mean, like, even on the res, you're more careful than that. You don't yeah, you, you don't put you a, don't leave your money an envelope the... full of money in the, in the glove compartment and close yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. leave it out even, there. I don't even do that in Bismarck now. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> okay, my name moment was when... Uh, the episode starts with the guys going to get the, the car, garage. so they break into the salvage yard, and uh, Alora and Jackie come break into the office, and he gives them the he gives them the code eighteen thirty one, the year Sitting Bull was born. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then uh, he lets them go, and so they're driving off, and then of course he d- he does the wind in his hair moment statement. I remember where, and then he raises <laughs> his hand up like that too. Didn't just like a couple episodes that. Group home guy do that. They keep taking that dances with. Oh, it's a running joke. Now it's gonna be super funny when it keeps going to like season four and (laughs) five. Every other episode. Yeah, the white guy thing. Yeah, see, that's why you don't get the jokes that I try to write for this sometimes (laughs) because you don't get it. (laughs) I thought I, I thought he was funny. Because he's always wearing that stupid choker. choker. <laughs> always he always says yate. When yeah, yate. Yeah. <laughs> he always cracks him. So it's like, that's exactly how a white guy who wants to be Indian lives on the mm-hmm. <laughs> rest of a dress. Like, that's exactly him. And he's all, yeah, he's always speaking Navajo and Lakota. Yeah, all the time. mixing him up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the LLC just kind of pushing stuff together. <laughs> yeah. I like his, um, I like his little buddy. Yeah, he's like, that guy with the long hair is really dumb. <laughs> he's playing with that sword. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> just getting really serious with that sword. That's hilarious. But what about a scene 86? Did you guys have a scene 86? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Not in this one. The only scene 86 I had in this one was where they did that Voltar scene again oh yeah they the went in indian there medicine man yeah the indian medicine man and he and then he killed it again because he made a testicle joke or something yeah don't whistle at night or you'll lose a testicle and i'm like okay yeah. i mean yeah, yeah that wasn't really funny it's i don't like all the the couple here and there is kind of funny but it's just yeah, i think how many writers are in the room and everyone thinks their Wants dick their... joke is funny yeah so we gotta they just go with it <laughs> yeah. yeah everyone gets one dick joke everyone gets <laughs> the one dick joke let's put mine in this episode <laughs> yeah i get my dick joke everyone gets one yeah i wish they would have cut that out though what about the on my raise feather oh i put my notes that the natives really know how to put on a sad funeral another sad Gee, funeral yeah i know so i think it's like because of the the singing or something yeah because yep. the singing was sad in that scene too and just like at our funerals too and they sing it's makes yeah. it 10 times more sad they even yep. had the blanket over the the star quote over the casket yeah, yeah. and so. you notice the picture of daniel was the same picture that hokti had in her cell in the mm-hmm. last one i would probably put the uh 
the res card that you're going to take that you're not sure if it's going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I remember that. Setting out on good vibes. Yeah. Not like, because as soon as they drove away, I was like, man, I wonder if they thought about getting an oil change. Yeah, I know. Because, <laughs> like, now that you're older, every road trip or something that you did, you're like, all right, cool. We definitely need an oil change there. Check the tires. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of other things. Your first one, you're just like, dude, let's just, just go. go. <laughs> let's go. Let's get and out of here. car backfired, and um, I those know. guys were like, that don't that, or that, that don't, don't sound, sound good. good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go before someone says we can't go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Before your girlfriend finds out. <laughs> my on my res feather goes to the scene where they pull into LA and and uh, Bear goes, yeah, it's the it's the ocean. You can smell salt everywhere. And Willie Jack goes, your upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> I was like classic. The only thing about this I didn't get or went over my head is the guy playing the saxophone at the very end. Did you guys get it when you saw it? I honestly thought that was a Simpsons reference. I don't know. Lisa just plays the saxophone at the end of some ep- at the end of a episode, possibly that they uh-huh. just that I just see every now and then. But that's what I thought was. I, was like, nope, I have no idea. I guess I didn't think it was a reference to it, but that's just what I thought. So, I went down this rabbit hole. <laughs> They were actually talking about the sax player earlier. So when they were in um, White Jesus's little homeless encampment or whatever, and they were talking about Tim Capella, that's the name of the sax player. And he played, I still believe, at the end of, or it was a song in Mad Max, Thunderdome. And then it referenced something also from The Lost Boys. So anyway, I, I just thought it was kind of interesting. You can follow the trail down the rabbit hole if you want. <laughs> But that, but that was all these references to these other movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess it had to do with coming to terms with trauma and healing. And I didn't get it. I didn't know how many other people got it. No. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was something because it's the Jesus guy playing the saxophone, right? No, it's the actual this Tim Capella or whatever his name is, the guy from Mad Max or the guy. Oh, that sings I guess I was even. I was too teared up from the prayer yeah. to notice. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but yeah, you heard it here from the Red Gaze. Watch the episode. It's a good ending to season two. Yeah, now I wonder what's going to happen because Bear was saying he don't want to go back. Right. Is he going to go stay with his dad or what's going to happen? And Alora has to... spinoff. <laughs> yeah. <Stenjati laughs> Bear spinoff show. And Alora has to go and... find her car. So it's going to be the adventures in the big city. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then Willie Jack said she has family in a nearby res. Right, yeah, yeah no biz has family. <laughs> so maybe they'll be heading to another res or something. Yep. So we'll be doing our predictions for season three. What we want to see and what we think we'll see in season three of Reservation Dogs. Mm-hmm. Right here on the Red Gaze. Next week, Dances with Wolves. <laughs> Be sure to tune in. Be sure to check out our White Savior poll. Once a month, we'll be putting on our White Savior (laughs) poll. You vote for your White Savior category. All right. As always, keep a listening to the Red Gaze and all the places where you listen to your podcasts. Check us out on Apple and Spotify. On Amazon, iHeartRadio, basically everywhere. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And then if you want to be on the show, just give us a As always, we're always wanting people to come on. Let's pick your favorite movie and uh, let's take her on. You can only be on if you're blocked by Lakota Man on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.
Flutes and feathers, eagles cry. No more saviors, no more lies. Waiting for better days. We'll be here with our red gaze. Hey-oh, hey-ah, hey-oh. Here, here.